Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Spirit Animals. We're blessed to receive so many listener requests for particular stories. Thank you to everyone who has done so. We love to know what you think. If you're a Patreon supporter, please message us through your Patreon profile and we'll prioritize your request to the top of the queue. Tonight, We'll read the opening to The Life and Opinions of Tristram Shandy, Gentleman, by Lawrence Stern and published in 1759. As its title suggests, the book is about Tristram's narration of his life story, but it is one of the central jokes of the novel that he cannot explain anything simply, that he must make diversions to add interest to his tale to the extent that Tristram's own birth is not even reached until far into the book. Its style is marked by digression, double entendre, and graphic devices. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. The Opinions of Tristram Shandy, Gentlemen, Chapter 1 I wish either my father or my mother, or indeed both of them, 
as they were in duty both equally bound to it, had minded what they were about when they begot me. Had they duly considered how much depended upon what they were doing then, that not only the production of a rational being was concerned in it, but that possibly the happy formation and temperature of his body, perhaps his genius and the very cast of his mind, and for aught they knew to the contrary, even the fortunes of his whole house might take their turn from the humors and dispositions which were then uppermost. Had they duly weighed and considered all this and proceeded accordingly, I am verily persuaded I should have made a quite different figure in the world from that in which the reader is likely to see me. Believe me, good folks, this is not so inconsiderable a thing as many of you may think. You have all, I dare say, heard of this animal spirits, as how they are transfused from father to son, etc., etc., and a great deal to that purpose. Well, you may take my word that nine parts in ten of a man's sense or his nonsense, his successes and miscarriages in this world depend upon their motions and activity, and the different tracks and trains you put them upon, so that when they are once set a-going, whether right or wrong, tis not a half-penny matter. Away they go, cluttering like hay-go-mad, and by treading the same steps over and over again, they presently make a road of it, as plain and as smooth as a garden walk, which, when they are once used to it, the devil himself sometimes shall not be able to drive them off it. Pray, my dear, quoth my mother, have you not forgot to wind up the clock? Good God! cried my father, making an exclamation, but taking care to moderate his voice at the same time. Did ever woman, since the creation of the world, interrupt a man with such a silly question? Pray, what was your father saying? Nothing. Chapter 2 Then, positively, there is nothing in the question that I can see, either good or bad. Then let me tell you, sir, it was a very unseasonable question at least, because it scattered and dispersed the animal spirits whose business it was to have escorted and gone hand in hand with the homunculus and conducted him safe to the place destined for his reception. The homunculus, sir, in however low and ludicrous a light he may appear in this age of levity to the eye of folly or prejudice, to the eye of reason and scientific research, he stands confessed.